Hey everybody, welcome to episode 14 of Video Game Apocalypse. That's two sevens, that's very impressive. I'm your host, Michael the Spanish Beard Raparas. <laughs> uh, with me in the studio today are, as always, my co-host... L. Ann Lewis. <laughs> L. Ann Lewis. El Capitan. Uh, regular podcast accessory. Super Scope 6. <laughs> Hi, Super Scope 6. AK. Wait, I think that's part of our new drinking game. <laughs> ah, when we make up fake names for each other. Awesome. For ourselves. Uh, also, joining us from Capcom, it's... Chris Antista, the Super Alfred Chicken. Mm-hmm. And for the first time <gasps> in video game Apocalypse history, it's... Um, cool World for Super Nintendo. <laughs> 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 it's a cool word for Super Nintendo. Sprite of bread. I like SNES myself. Yeah. Uh, Brett. Hi, Brett. Elston. Brett um, Elston. Hey, shut up. Is that yeah. funny anymore? I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Woozle Wazzle. Woozle Wazzle. What just happened? <laughs> We're on a one word uh, joke like so, reference. For yeah. So we've got a show planned for you today. I'm not going to say it's an awesome show, although it probably is. <laughs> Uh, Our show is an awesome show. It rains. I, I like to think so. That's uh, that's a reference I just didn't get. That's a that's something we sung in Bible school. Awesome God, come on! Our God is an awesome God. All right, he rains. all right. Our God is an awesome God. He rains. Wow! What the hell is Sorry, happening you, you here? Know y'all went to I don't know where y'all grew up, but where I've come from, we know who did it right. Mm-hmm. I know that song. I heard Jesus. It. The Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Church, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and Ronald Reagan. Oh, <laughs> the Ghost of Ronald Reagan. Yeah, the ghost of Ronald Reagan holding a holy AK-47. Thought we were clear on who the holy ghost was. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, an AK-47 was an unholy gun because it mm. comes out of the godless communist Soviet Union. Mm. That's 100% true. Yes. Eh, <clears throat> it's a fun gun. So, as always, uh, we like to begin our shows with a top five. Yay! And uh, this week's top five comes from a reader's suggestion. It's... Um, Wait, what's what's this word? Uh, sports? Uh, sports? Yeah. Sprots. I'm pretty Sprots. sure that says esports. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, no. I think esports is Spanish for sports. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Clearly, this when this ah, co- when this podcast comes out, it will be the day after Cinco de Mayo. So I think clearly this suggestion is meant to commemorate the unlikely victory of the Mexican army over uh, the French forces. So, um, okay, yeah, so to, to help celebrate uh, Cinco de Mayo, um, we give you the top five esports. Number five. Ooh, we get mariachi music. Uh, a baseball. The baseball. A baseball. Uh, a baseball is kind of a boring a sport. Uh, uh, let's. Can you do this entry entirely in Spanish? And we won't know, but I just want to hear it. <laughs> I just want to hear it. That's, that's Italian. <laughs> I don't need any Italian. <laughs> That's Italian. Not my a baseball is un sport que me aburrido. I don't know how to say Uga! boring in Spanish. Soy <laughs> cansado. <laughs> Let's move on. Rodriguez. Number four. A hockey. <laughs> All right. Wait, so this, this is the list. <laughs> a hockey is a much more interesting a sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a fights and a high exactly. sticking. And wait, do I? What oh, is that? Is that the commissioner oh, of hockey? Hold on, guys. I need to get this. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> hello. Uh, hi, Michael. It's Pops. Oh, uh, hi, Pops. I'm kind of in the middle of something right now. Uh, w- what's up? Well, I, I, I hate to uh, interrupt you. Just wanted to remind you that the Spanish word for sports is deportes. 
Not export. Just trying to save you from embarrassment in case you ever needed to talk about deportes for any reason. Okay, bye. Uh, bye. What the f- oh, shit. That was my dad, guys. Uh, <laughs> We've met your dad. Well, uh, <laughs> it looks like, uh, looks like sports isn't the word for sports after all. podcast number. Um, okay, so top five esports. Maybe, maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Uh, Starcraft, I guess. I, I don't fucking know. Let's let's pick a better topic. Somebody give me another topic. Uh, League of Legends. Musical Easter eggs. Fuck it. Done. Wait, answer. I agree. Is this Tesla Boy? Oh, is this? This that Christina Aguilera song, man. That top forty shit's tight. <laughs> that's uh, that's take on me from Saints Row Two. No. And uh, there there was a big epic sing along in Saints Row Three. Not really an Easter egg, but if you turned to certain stations while you were driving around in Saints Row Two, there was an off chance your character would just start randomly singing along to certain songs. Pretty cool. Wait, this was one of them. Hold on. Can I get any backstory to what that phone call was about? Is there, is that there was, some inside joke here? It was a bit. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't reference from last week? No. It wasn't really your dad? Yes, it was my dad. Oh, it really was your dad? Yes. Wow. He's, <laughs> the impression I did of him was super accurate. Uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> no, uh, the 198th episode of a certain show, you did a very good ep- uh, impersonation. <laughs> I Which I still laugh at at this to this day. Yes, it was, it was a callback to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but that was actually my dad, yes. So now, Chris, now you know what so, it's like are there when any, you try to be explain the joke. Are there any other jokes funny. you would like me to explain? Look, man, it's going to go on the wiki either way. I just want to be the most accurate information. <laughs> just went off my Ronald Reagan diatribe. I just didn't want them to bleed over into one another. I'm I did uh, when I was. I do wear this black costume Spider-Man shirt, and I go to this taqueria, and I would order. A, I would order a burrito of some sort. And there's still one time where this the lady behind the counter goes, "Oh, I love you, a spider." <laughs> uh, well, and I was like, I yeah. Ben Capcom, and Ca- I think I said that on the other show, but it, stu- it stuck around with my friends who played Marvel vs. Capcom 2. They went to a tournament. One dude fought them really good, totally silent the whole time. Then he, like, I think he was finally beaten, and then he just says quietly before he walks away, You've got a badass Hayato, man. <laughs> and so, like, that was always said. Wow, that sounds like a character, character from. Hey, Brett, the... You, you want to know how to say Spider Man in Spanish? Ooh. A Spider Man? Spiderman. 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 Yeah. I don't know that that's true. Well, it is. I, I actually have. Um, I have Spanish relatives, cousins, and they gave me a bunch of uh, Marvel comics that have been translated and published in Spain. And uh, uh, what is it? Telaraña de Spiderman was one of them. I know you gave me some toys that were Spiderman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was less than zero, James Spider. Mm-hmm. There <laughs> is. They're all sexually a... altered to be. Genderless. Yeah, and they all have guns like Spider-Man carries. Well, yeah. If you want to say it in Hebrew, it's Irving Speederman. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Spanish golfer who goes by whatever Spanish for Spider-Man is. Really? Because he, when he lines up a shot, he gets down on the ground like Spider-Man oh, when really? he's holding onto a building. That's, That's cool. exactly what he does. Bends his legs, puts his hands in the middle, and just... No, not quite. No. Like, he stretches it. I'll show you a picture later. Well, it looks weird. Google golf. What, what, what amazed me is that they... Uh, I also remember reading through that stack of comics and reading Capitan America, <laughs> uh, who was not altered uh, to anything else. And it's like, wow, so they, they enjoy reading huh. Captain America over here, and they, he's, he's called Capi. 
in the book. That's what people huh. call him. Oh, really? Cap. Instead of yeah. Cap? Yeah. Copy. 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 Capitalism. We're supposed to be talking about Saints Row. We, we are. Oh, baby. Right. So, uh, yeah, Saints Row 2 was kind of a, a great game awesome. uh, in the sense that it was like where Saints Row began to sort of break off from that just was, slavishly I, imitating Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. and started to do kind of its own thing. I believe that was the game that pioneered the other yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it, the, it was the marketing of it. Graham, do you remember your headline for your preview on Saints Row 3 or the one you wanted to use and probably didn't back in the day? I don't. Do you remember it for me? Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't say it. Can I whisper in your ear? Yes. I am a pretty official. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is great airtime. Oh, okay. Uh, it goes full retard, apparently. <laughs> Didn't say it. Oh, wow. say it. What, what I pitched. <laughs> but it was Saints Row 3- dash, what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, and it really did. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not the only song that people sing along to. She writes my shit. Dune Tunes? It's like the idea that he's he's singing along out of sync and getting some of the words <laughs> wrong, so and like getting in accidents all along the way. <laughs> well, that's kind of par for the course in right. any open world game yeah. where you steal cars. That uh, that happens in in the third too, and and we actually played a clip from that in the last episode. Yeah. No, not the last, the one before the well, la- the do, zombie episode. What do they I don't sing? Remember. They sing what I got. Yeah, which is sublime, 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 sublime. Yeah. featuring oh. Rome. But that is actually, I think that pops up like during a mission, so it's not. Yeah. It's not, not really so much an Easter, an Easter egg. egg. It actually happens during the credits, too, I believe. There's a reprise. Oh, wow. <laughs> reprise. Yeah, I, you're right. I remember that. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Uh, do we want to move on, then? Please. Yes. <laughs> Number four. Check this hey, shit out. Tom, it's Bob from the office down the hall. I'm getting met with Good blank faces. You, buddy. How have you been? Things have been okay. So that's uh, that's the jukebox from Left 4 Dead. 2. Yes, Colton, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, there are jukeboxes in the game. If you run up and hit them enough times, and they they play four songs regularly. But Left if you hit two. them enough times, mm-hmm. there's a secret fifth song. Vanga mm. boys. Totally. Vanga bus is coming. <laughs> Wheels of steel turning. <laughs> but yeah, so if you hit it enough times, huh. eventually Still Alive starts playing. Yeah. I uh, remember reviewing Left 4 Dead 2. <clears throat> That's yeah. the beauty of the source engine, as I think Tyler just said to us in the yeah. other room. Uh, and I think my strap line was bigger, better, this is the apocalypse to beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you for the, recalling that. Uh, <laughs> strap that's, one that's, nostalgia zone. That's a hell of a memory. It uh, came out the same day as New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Oh my god, that's yeah. a hell of a memory you've got. I I think that'll come in handy yeah. during our yeah. second segment. Can, one can only hope. <laughs> I used to know the date. Maybe I think it was November seventeenth. It had wow. to be such Jesus a financial Christ. windfall for Eddie Vedder to have his song get reappropriated by Portal and brought back into like you know the cultural canon. <laughs> Still yeah. alive? Still alive, yeah. I think you reference a Van Halen Pearl song. Pearl Jam! Any <laughs> better. That's just it's a Pearl Jam song called Still Alive. Still Alive. Ooh, 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 
I'm still alive. Oh, oh yeah. shit, okay. that's I don't know him. So oh, the, the, Mirror's that's, Ed, the Mirror's Edge song. Yeah, that's yeah, three that's songs that. that are still alive now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and those songs are all still alive. <laughs> Spotify.com. <laughs> when the dogs begin to still alive. <laughs> 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 When the dogs begin to science. Dogs <laughs> begin to science? Sure. <laughs> Poor Chris doesn't have any headphones on, so he Aww. doesn't know what's going on. I can, I'm reading your faces. I get every word of it. Okay, Aww. good. What a poet. Well, yeah, we should invest in a fifth pair of headphones. Hey, maybe that's something that. that we can talk about later. Uh, maybe. Oh, XLR maybe. splitter of some kind, but it sucks. Yes. Oh, well. Eh, womp womp. Moving on. Number three. It's my butt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Big? No, Mr. Big fans? No. None whatsoever. I know it. It's yeah. Brattle 2. Yeah, Brattle 2. That's twice now that the second Chris puts on the headphones, it starts to fade out. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm fading it out at an appropriate yeah, yeah. time that's, after a certain, That's, that's you know. true. Okay. I gotta, I gotta yeah. save some space on this. Brattle 2 has... Uh, stick on that bummer of a song. Oh, all the time. Oh, hey, have that you bummer heard the of a song is entire pretty. catalog. I have, yes, I have. I, like, I imagine those, those... I listen to nothing but that song on repeat while I'm driving to work every month. <laughs> How was your weekend, Beverly? (laughs) Just weeping over the place. Coffee spilling all over the place (laughs) while I weep uncontrollably. Every time I'm in my room uh, reenacting a montage from Magnolia. (laughs) (laughs) This is a thing that happens more than once. (laughs) I'm (laughs) masturbating to touch the beat. No, wait, that's an error. Yeah, some 30 year old teenager warbling into a microphone. (laughs) Most boring performance of all time. With the blinds fully open in the Yes. I need everyone on the sixth floor of every building to see this. And check out my Silence of the Lambs underwear. <laughs> God, I've missed having you two on podcasts. Oh, Jesus. Shit, it is so fucking hot in here. It, it is so remarkable. is. Oh, so we are not drunk enough. Well, that was a really good one. I want to do. I want to give a quick shout out to the best Twitter account on Twitter, which is just the sun. <laughs> That okay. e- every time someone says hot, the sun automatically retweets hot enough for you. <laughs> and it's just a picture of the sun with shades on. <laughs> so, yeah. now, the number of people in the Bay Area who are probably like, man, it is so unseasonably hot today. And I just love how many times that sun just bots. Mm-hmm. Hot enough for you, hot enough for you, hot <sighs> enough for you. Yeah. I guarantee you so, more followers than me. Anyway, oh, yeah, that it's, song we played. It's providing a service. The National. That song we played mm-hmm. is, uh, you find it in the Ratman den. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of a hidden area where you, you find, like, another survivor who apparently holed up and smeared things all over the wall, possibly in feces, the hopefully not. Patient, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he's, or possibly another scientist mm-hmm. who was there when things went south. So just a typical vinyl collector. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much just a typical vinyl collector. And the game is kind of full of little uh, Easter eggs mm-hmm. here and there, like this one, for example. Yeah, little little bit of foreshadowing there, but it's a, a trio Adorable of or <laughs> is it a trio of singing no, turrets it's four or of more? Them. Four. There are four. A, a quartet. It's a quartet of singing of turrets. Singing turrets and, and they are sing- so cute. They're, they're, they're singing- warming up their vocal <laughs> circuits. 
They're singing the uh, Moon song from DuckTales, foreshadowing. Ooh. Oh. Nice. Good. Hey, throw it out there, man. It's good, right? DuckTales. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the end of the game. Summer 2013. What happened? We are not uh, going to yeah. spend 2013, another 45 minutes Valve talking about DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. You have no headphones. You don't get to know what's nope, going no on. No idea. Yep. Humming nope. turrets. We, we talk about but I know the like other games my music. big musical thing in that, but it's the ending, and that would be a spoiler. Yeah, spoilers. No. It was, a, it was a fantastic game. I, I haven't yeah. finished it again. I, I, that was a great moment. I, the very end. The very end. Yeah. yeah. Saying goodbye oh, yeah. to you, and I really, as much as I love that series, I hope there's not enough. Me too. Because yeah, that's just such a fun ending. Like, you're being kicked out of the thing you're trying to conquer. Well, we get it. You're spoilers. better than us. Go. Yeah. What, Go. If it, what if they had another one that was just Atlas and Peabody? Uh, you know what? I've never finished the Atlas and Peabody portion. I never I started them. Oh, it's, it's really good. It's so good. Like, it's really, really, it's really it's good. the pinnacle of all multiplayer modes ever in any game is that. It's a completely separate campaign wow, that okay. is amazing. Yeah. It is so good. It is fantastic. Yep. <clears throat> and it works like even if you didn't play the campaign at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, speaking of ending spoilers, it brings us to our next one. Number two. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Chris. Put that on. Yes. Hear this one. Yes. I know it's up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I've already faded out the music, so it's there just you guys music. now. It's, it's, so it's just you folks. So wonderful. Uh, that is. That is. Uh, that is Japan at its finest. Yep. That is like, like, it really is. It's this weird genius that you're like, but why would you? I don't care. Just put it in there. That's great. Yeah. Whereas anyone over here might analyze it too it. much and be like, I get that you want to do something weird, but why is it a Shiba Inu with a... Sitting in a control <laughs> panel. I don't know. Just I, let it happen. I just love when the character just collapses to his knees and says, <laughs> it was you all along. And it's like, no. <laughs> what, what game is this? You did all this. This uh, is Silent Hill 2. Yeah, Silent, Silent Hill 2. Uh, fantastic. And this is the secret ending you get, the UFO ending. Yeah, what, right? do you, what do you have to do to get this ending? Beat it like several, several times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really kind of crazy. It's really hard to get, and that's why it's... That's why it's on the list. Yeah. It or is you, can, you can go to YouTube and look up dog ending. Whatever, yeah. that's cheating. <laughs> Do that. Why, why Why? is this not my ringtone? I don't, I don't know. know. That's true. There, right. there is a tattoo of a guy who has a Shiba Inu tattooed in his arm wearing the headset. That oh, my God. It's like a Call of Duty dog. <laughs> Should have had a scroll underneath. It just says, it was you all along. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. As far as I know, there are no other like musical Easter eggs in Silent Hill, though. Not musical ones. There are a ton of Easter eggs throughout Probably. all the games. It has a great soundtrack in all of the games. Well, there's true. John Cage compositions that play on your radio. Yeah. Akira Yamaoka deserves <laughs> to be remembered for more than just the, the dog ending Shiba song. Shiba Inu. <laughs> you know, Shiba Inu means small dog small or brush dog, dog or it potentially does. small brush dog. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or, All I know is those dogs are freaking adorable. Uh, yeah. They are. They, they have, have little they eyebrows. Tails. I can make a recommendation for a website. Shiba Confessions. Oh, oh yeah. So you good. actually sent me that on that AIM one day, and one it is the best things. site I've ever been to. It's, uh, it's so galaxy. It's so galaxy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so many stars. Is that the WoW 1080p <laughs> yes, one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So many it's a, space. It's like generic pictures of Shiba Inus, but with like Comic Sans, like different... like. <laughs> words it's, it's changed the way I aim people yes. like when I get links like with Carolyn will send me a link and I'll just reply like and if it's like oh look at this list of like crazy birds I'm like wow so feathers, so or, feathers. Like, it just changes the way I talk 
So it's like lolcats, but yeah, yeah, weirdly kind of, yeah. Japanese yeah. lens. Yeah, yes, exactly. Through the Shiba Inu, and there are things is... that fall down the screen the whole time. You're like, that's little... no longer there. Oh, they Aww. took that off. We, that's we so can sad. only remember that ourselves. Aww. It's like the Jurassic Park erotic fan fiction. Yep. No. <laughs> Clever girl on girl action. <laughs> Hammond fist. <laughs> Root her. (laughs) (laughs) It's, but the fact that it plays that crappy MIDI when you go on, it's so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I remember you getting weepy about that. It bothered me that they get us gone. (laughs) But just I don't know. That's that music. We saw it again in 3D because it came back out in the theaters recently. Mm -hmm. It is a movie I saw 13 times in the theaters. Wow. And uh, to this day, I still credit that movie with stunting my growth into adolescence because mm-hmm. I remember around 93, I was 12, and I'm like, uh, I'm starting to understand this thing about growing up, and there's this weird period where there was no games I was particularly interested in. I wasn't interested in, like, I'd done the comics thing, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I should do. And then I saw Jurassic Park, June of 93, and also the Super Mario movie came out the month before and was horrible. Oh, my God. So it was like, wow, maybe I really am done playing games. Like, it's been my whole <laughs> life up to this Yeah, point. well, this is a pretty accurate representation of games right here. Yeah, and I'm Super like... Super Mario Brothers <laughs> yeah. movie. And I'm like, this has been my whole life is games and Godzilla. And Godzilla, I can't find any more VHS tapes in this crap hole small town. And games have betrayed me. I'm fed up with this world. So then uh, life go, before internet. Yeah, so then I went to Jurassic Park. I was just like the magic of the, the imagination. And all that. And it made me go read books. It made me go read other books. It made me get interested in imagination and, and, and remembering fantasy and caring Dino- about dinosaurs. whimsical dinosaurs. things, even mm-hmm. dinosaurs. Whimsical like, velociraptors. And set me back about a good five years. So even at 20, I was still operating at like a 15-year-old mental capacity. Whimsociraptors. <laughs> Whimsociraptors. And mm-hmm. then... Um, CGI uh, and Jeff Goldblum's and black then, daughter. And then uh, Velosters. Um, oh, Veloster! Didn't we get paid to promote that car at one did. point? Oh, There's, yeah, we almost did. There's that one in our right. parking lot. And I pointed wow, out to Chris. <laughs> I pointed out to Chris. I'm like, hey, remember when we were going to drive that to Comic Con? <laughs> no. Can you imagine driving that thing to San Diego? I mean, really? It'd be great. Like five of us. Yeah, yeah probably. It'd be five of us crammed into a little well, five yeah, of us. four-door the, sedan. The, the pitch there was that there'd be like rock band in the car. Oh my god! And we'd be playing with one another. That sounds amazing. Jesus. That sounds like a recipe for a yeah, crash. See, a the, horrible, horrible crash. Velociraptor. By the way, this show is brought to you by Kia. <laughs> Hyundai, <laughs> you fucking idiot. We don't care about Hyundai. We're Hyundai. Kia. We're Hyundai, a Kia Hyundai, family. Hyundai. 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 No, it's say Hyundai. Like Hyundai. Sunday. Hyundai. It's like it's like Sunday, right? Sunday. Hyundai. Every day Hyundai. is like Hyundai. Hyundai. Every day is like Hyundai. <laughs> Morrissey for Hyundai. Testosterone. <laughs> All this music and no one's gonna address Hyundai, the elephant in the love. room. What's oh. the elephant in the room? Crisscross is one man down. What? Have their own Sega CD game. It's true. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. basically a giant single-only game. Yep. Hmm. Chris Cross is a man down. God bless you, Chris. The Chris Cross oh. experience. Well, we normally talk it. about news in the second segment. But, oh! You know. oh, my bad. If you kids ever wanted <laughs> to know why the guys from The Walking Dead drive a brand new Hyundai Santa Fe. With no further <laughs> videos on shilling for Hyundai and Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> that was last Comic-Con I it played. Was. <laughs> it was. It's almost on the one-year anniversary of that stuff I did. Oh. <laughs> All right, Silent Hill 2, amazing game. Go it play is. it, but not yes. the remastered version, because oh. they, they mess that up. Fucking amazing how bad that remastered version is. Astoundingly. I don't bad. know about this. Oh, Tell wow. me that. There's a video that goes through a lot of it. 
Yeah, it's it's just terrible. Well, they they like redub all the voices, and weren't you saying the other week that like they they dub in grunting constantly? Like, there's never a silent moment. Yeah, they dub in constant grunting. It actually looks worse next to the PS2 version, which is astounding. That is astounding. Like the draw distance is worse, and there's more oh, fog. But there's more fog in places where it doesn't matter, so it just looks terrible. It's way worse. So it's, it's now unfair. foggy indoors. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> Truly, one of the worst things I've ever Pyramid seen. Pyramid head like, just covered, made of fog textures. Yes. <laughs> he's rounded off. He's more of like a tetrahedron head now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we, we smoothed out the rough edges. We, we always wanted a, his head to be round. We just couldn't do that on PS2. <laughs> he was three supposed to be elongated circle <laughs> head. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Silent Hill 2. Moving on. Number one. <laughs> Now, so a bunch of you are getting worked up right now saying, that's not an Easter egg. And that's, that's true. It's right. not. But there are layers. Yeah, well, this, this intro or this entry does have quite a few layers. To yeah. It. So at the, at the outset, it's those songs like mm-hmm. Fortunate Son that you will hear and you'll be like, wait a second. I know I that. But, know popping up but it's been adapted to a uh, 1900s milieu. God only knows what oh. I do Yeah, I think that's, you. well, that's actually the second song that you kind of encounter but that's like that. Correct. I, like, again, I'm way out of loop, but I did play, but not everybody will see that there's the composer Messing with the time worm and stealing music from the future. Spoilers. Spoiler. That's one of the things we're about to talk about. I know, but that's but that's not the main path. You don't have to know that. No. Yeah. And and that's uh, true. Again, that's that's one of the things we're going to get into. Yes. Layers. Well, oh, what? Mm-hmm. What? Later in Layers. the conversation we're yes. having right now? Or yes. Did you, yes. Are you saying you like just immediately to say after that? what yes. you're saying right now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a clip. <laughs> <laughs> About what you're saying. Yes. So I'm going to do that now. Well, let's, you know, nope. we, let's talk about it for a second. Artfully do it the, like the way Chris was introducing <laughs> no, it. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Let's let's do that. <clears throat> there, are, you find out where the music comes from. Mm-hmm. It's a small plot point. You know, I haven't finished this game yet, but whatever. Um, in for a penny, in for a pound at this point. <laughs> <laughs> let's. So yeah, the, should you be removing your headphones and backing away from the I'm table? I'm like two hours into this game, so yeah. ah, the music well. comes from tears, mm-hmm. and that's something you find out relatively, relatively early, early on. on. Yeah, yeah like maybe that. midway through the game, you find no, your first one before that. Before that, okay. Well, you knew about it when two years ago they showed the video of ripping open the tear and showing Revenge of the Jedi. That's yeah. true. That yeah. There is access to the future, including Tears for Fears songs. Yes. yes I don't know among other uh, we did not grab that one though. But that is another that is another one of the ones in place. Actually, that's playing in the background of mm-hmm. that clip I just played. Yeah. And Cindy Lauper songs that mm-hmm. uh, are get adapted was, into Calliope. That was songs. great because that yeah. one had no lyrics and like what what is that? Yeah, that what the, what the hell? Yeah, that was the yeah. one where like it takes you a second. It's yeah. like, wait, why You're does this sound familiar? I oh my god, didn't recognize it the first yeah, time I, I played it. I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it at all. Like, why do I recognize that? That should not be here. Oh my God, what's mm-hmm. happening? Yeah, did not recognize it at all the first time. So that stuff is slightly out of your way. Like, you will probably come across it. There mm-hmm. is a chance you might miss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, the, the next one we're going to do is just a little bit harder and that you have to go down to the basement of a specific bar that mm-hmm. you might miss if you're not aggressively scouring every inch of the landscape for collectibles. Sardines and cake cans. Yeah. 
and and tape or audio voxophones. Yeah. Okay. Can I stumble over that some more? Fox an audio tape record things. I love I love Max Headroom. Okay. Will the circle be unbroken by and by by and by is a better So that's is that Nelly Furtado. No, yes, that, <laughs> sure, Nelly Furtado. But that's actually like you walk up. There's just a guitar sitting in a corner. You walk up to it, and there's an option to play it. Mm-hmm. You pick it up and play. It's actually Troy Baker, the voice actor, playing the guitar. He's credited for it in the credits, and mm. it's um, what's her face, the actress who plays Elizabeth. I don't actually know her name. Oh, damn it! We're no, so free. sexist. <laughs> we're such children. Oh my god. So horrible. Anyway, that is actually Elizabeth Singer. Booker Mc... I don't want to say it again. Booker what? I'm I'm bailing on this joke. Oh, okay. I'm in the other room. Okay. Bail out. According to the microphone. Bail. you hear me? I can't see my voice. Bail Organa from Star Wars. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and then there's the stuff that you would never, never hear. Even in the game. even if you scoured every inch of the game, you would never hear this without special software. But here's what you hear in the game. Mm-hmm. Which is just creepy and unsettling as all creepy, fuck. It's like creepy the noises. Big Daddy. It's hard to say whether uh, it's more or less creepy when you speed it up to eight times its original speed. <laughs> what? Yeah. I read about this. How on earth did anybody figure this out? I have no idea. Well, I know um, Games Radar, one of the video editors, found it accidentally. I don't think he was the first because somebody said, like, oh, they just posted this on Reddit. We've known about it for days. Uh, but he, he was just, like, fast-forwarding through it, and he noticed it, like, while he was on that segment for a video walkthrough. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gets a little stranger when you speed it up to ten times its original speed. Yep. Isn't that creepy as balls? Yeah, it's like yeah. some cranberry song on well, a ride. There's, there's this this happens a few times during the game. Really? Uh, with slight like this this one is I think a little bit earlier than the one that was discovered by Games Radar. I think so. Which is uh, this is like from the area when you're first trying to escape the authorities, and uh, the next one is from uh, that weird lodge with uh, mm-hmm. John Wilkes Booth statue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of saying the same thing every time. It seems to be times something will catch up to us or to me. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a little bit creepy. It's not entirely clear whether it was intended to be a woman's voice or a man's voice. It's both intended, when you speed it yeah. up in different ways. Or which which one originally recorded oh, it, Oh yeah, I guess. yeah, I don't know. But it's it is creepy. It's still a like really it. weird thing to include in a game. Something yeah. you could never experience through the course of normal well, gameplay. Well, we actually <clears throat> just... Michael just told me before we started that they do this at, at another point with Shakespeare. They do? With, they yeah, quote Ty- lines Tyler from mentioned Shakespeare. That. Oh, yeah, Tyler did. It's uh, when, when you first get the uh, possession. Mm-hmm. There's vigor. a woman whispering, and if you play that backwards, she's quoting Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Yeah. Very strange. Oh. That game is full of weird shit uh-huh. that you would not catch. 
that requires additional software to find. Yes, yeah. software that can usually be used to crack open games. I'm just <laughs> saying be careful with your Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, is that number two? That's, oh, that's number, number one. one. Number one. Yeah, we are done with the top We're five, man. Esports. 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 That was the top five esports. All right. <laughs> what happened now? Um, what now we go now? into a break. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go into break with another Easter egg Ooh. from uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Ooh. which anyone who ever tried to pop that into a CD player would have found, which was actually more of a commonplace thing back in the day than you'd think because uh, games came with Redbook Audio, mm -hmm. which is like you could listen to all the audio tracks by popping it into a CD player. So for me, popping it in to listen to some of the music and hearing this instead was kind of a disappointment, but it's still an awesome track. As you can see, this is a PlayStation black disc cut number one contains computer data so please don't play it but you probably won't listen to me anyway will you Everybody. hope you're enjoying the show so far and if you are you might be asking yourself hey that video game apocalypse is a pretty great great podcast it how sure can i is. support it uh well we're glad you asked because there are <laughs> several ways you can support us the biggest way of course is to subscribe to us on itunes and rate us while you're on itunes give, give us all your stars write please. a write a short review for us tell tell the world how great we are give us five stars at least uh, that's always helpful. <laughs> if you can give us more, great. Um, and, and if you can, uh, send us your contact information because you are a wizard and we want to know the secret to your powers. You can also go to vidjagameapocalypse.com, sign up for the forums, leave a comment, let us know what you like about the show, answer our question of the week, give us things to talk about at the end of the show. That's always super helpful. Yeah. You can buy stuff through the Amazon links on our site, and the way that works is you go and you, you can click on one of the pictures we have, and then from there you can search for anything you would normally buy on Amazon. As long as you keep that session open, anything you buy will kick a little bit back to us, so if you have mm -hmm. to do any kind of shopping... And it will cost you nothing cost extra. Cost you nothing extra. Alternately, you can uh, tell a friend. That's free. We love that. We do love that. Tweet More listeners are always show, better. Oh, like yeah. That. Yeah. Talk us up on Twitter and Facebook. That's that's, Definitely that's great. buy stuff from our store at store.lasertime.com. That's right. Yeah. I just got I just got my t-shirt. My oh, Video Game did? Apocalypse t-shirt. I yeah. still don't have one. That's that's a, a purchase I need to make soon. It's super sexy and it makes me uh, more attractive to women. I bet. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> I can't wait to get mine that will make me more attractive to women. <laughs> well, it will make you attractive to the uh, the opposite sex, whatever whatever that might be. All right. Or or the preferred <laughs> preferred gender, I'll say that. <laughs> the the gender of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you more attractive to everyone is what we're saying. Yeah. 
And finally, if you really want to uh, to help out and, and you, you feel a strong attachment to the show, you can click the donate button on our site and uh, say when you donate, kick us a couple bucks and just write that it's for Game Apocalypse so that money goes to us and not to Chris. Yeah, we really need to get some new equipment up in here. Yeah. I'm really tired of my laptop breaking every it, time I try to edit if, this show. If you want, you can write in Anne's laptop. Anne's laptop fund. Yes. <laughs> help me get rid of my six-year-old piece of crap. That fucking crashes every and, five and minutes. And results in the delay of the show. I'm so week. sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but now back to our show. Hey, welcome back to Hi. segment two. The hottest episode ever. It is. God, it's so Literally. Hot. It's uh, at least 90 degrees in this fucking room. I only wanted to point out, uh, every t- Anne keeps making hand motions. and like, I'm fanning I know, myself. But every time it's, so I think you're like, cut it out. Yeah. Stop. Just <laughs> yeah, stop yeah, talking. I keep thinking no. that too, and then I realize like, oh, that's a fanning motion. That's, that's fanning. It's not I'm side like, to side. It's up and down. I wish that I had like, like a little mint julep and like a fan. <laughs> you ever seen me like turn over? And, no, we should all have mint juleps. Let's uh, make mint juleps on right. mic. We're going to go take a break, guys. Uh, this will yeah. be like 20 minutes. Two weeks from today, we'll probably be having mint julep next to some kind of swamp. Nice. What? I go home every Memorial Day and oh, okay. ride an airboat. Oh. Usually involves me drinking a mint julep next to some sort of mosquito-infested swamp. Gross. Welcome to the antebellum like apocalypse. Has an alligator ever taken Megan your Pope. hand? That's that's way south of me. Oh. <laughs> Gators don't come up where I am. Why is? Uh, that's also further south of me. You <laughs> from I'm from a town gator. But the south I've been to Florida. Up. They're everywhere. You're from, the, way, you're from the state of Lincoln. Well, the South Crip up. I, I, I think up. about Maine Justice I, I every yes, time. That's, that's what we're doing is Maine Justice. Have you guys seen that on oh, Saturday Night no. Live? One of the best skits I've seen it's in years. It's so good. It's just like it's a courtroom in Maine, except they're all from the deep south. So they're all, <laughs> I sentence you eat the spiciest bowl of jambalaya you done ever seen. But <laughs> 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 they're in Maine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a voodoo lobster, get to it first. So it's just everything is that. That sounds like an idea that came out of a Saturday Night Live writer. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's really well good. What if what if they're in a courtroom in Maine, but they'll speak with deep South accents, huh? I think the idea huh? is they were displaced from Katrina and they live in Maine, but well, they, they still give, like, act like They give like yeah. three, reasons three reasons as to why they're, yeah. why they're like that. It's on Hulu. The clip's there. Go watch it's it. Go it's watch it. It's good. It is for now. There's no other place to talk about that, but I'm finding it fascinating this week about... What did you... you Sent it over to me the other day, Elson, of Netflix losing, like, thousands of its catalog. Uh, it, they, this week or sometime soon, they are, you know, a bunch of contracts expire. So. People, are, people are flipping out, and uh, Hulu and uh, Netflix are losing SNL. SNL are going over to exclusively Yahoo. Thirty-eight oh, years God, of seasons. Why? Because well, because Yahoo's throwing that money around so hard right now. Because streaming services are becoming like channels, Ugh. and people are like, "I'm losing this stuff." Like HBO plays, like they lose movies all the time, and they come back in like seven months. Why is this a big deal? Hulu to me is the most hilarious thing because it's like we have the fucking Criterion collection available, <laughs> and what do we have available for regular streaming? Raw sewage. <laughs> Raw sewage. Like, the worst shit on right. available. Ugh. Well, normally, we would talk about new releases in this segment. <laughs> you are rigid. But they aren't. He doesn't really... want to get a parking ticket. That's what's it, why. Yeah. What's, it, what's yeah, it like yeah. to be on this side of the coin where you don't have to be like... 
sticking to a schedule, and you get to be the one that derails the show. Oh, me? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Why do you think I keep doing Cape Crisis? Talk about comic books? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you want to do that? No. But, Henry, but Henry's, Henry's, you know, framework for the show is, it what, really rains what do I want to talk about? What did I eat for lunch? <laughs> this, is, this still has segments, and here well, comes Michael, raining us in. Yeah, yeah, raining Normally, that's my job. To talk about new releases, of which there are none this week, so go nuts. Okay. Thanks for raining us in. Woo! <laughs> 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 so back to the subject of no, uh, licensing streaming content. Oh, my God, <laughs> there, Chris. There is, there is some news yes. to talk about this week. Um Call of Duty Ghosts was announced. Ooh, we got like a very now with weird more ghosts trailer that has nothing to do with what I think the game is. I would play Call of Duty yeah. where they hunt ghosts. They, there better be a ghosts mode. That's all I'm gonna say. But it's the Infinity Ward people, right? Yeah, I mean, did, did, Infinity Ward. Oh, yeah, I know, is, I know. This, is, this almost qualifies as news. It's last week, but did you see that Mob of the Dead thing that came out for Black Ops 2? Yeah. With the, Chaz Palamentrini <gasps> and... Uh, Chaz Palamentrini, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. I think we've talked about this on the show. Joe Pantoliano. Joe Pantoliano, yeah. Yeah, they're all in the zombies map that they added on. Oh, Michael Manson. Michael Manson. I don't think we've talked about this on the show. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's like, we're going to throw so much money at this. They're going to say 20 uh-huh. words and be in a, uh, yep. intro and it's, for it. And it's all about, like, yeah, four convicts escaping from Alcatraz, Alcatraz. which has become overrun by zombies. Yes. Yeah. Huh. And it's zombies mode, which uh, is one of the most indecipherable modes of any game I've ever mm-hmm. played, where it's like, take this widget to the other widget. We're not explaining any of this to you. Use this widget on this one. It's hidden behind the box. What? What? <laughs> Zombies in prison. I liked it when it was mm-hmm. called Resident Evil, whatever the fourth subtitle is. Ooh. <laughs> what, what is <laughs> Waving that flag. Waving that flag. What is the fourth Resident Evil movie called? Oh, the uh, Apocalypse? Afterlife? No. Extinction? The, that's what the, it was confusing. Because the cycles went Resident mm-hmm. Evil, Apocalypse, right. uh, Extinction. Extinction. And then it was like, another day in the park. <laughs> Resident Evil... Just Evolution a fun or afterlife? <laughs> I, oh man, you know, totally you said it. you said zombies in prison, and like the first thing that popped in my head was like a women in prison movie, Ooh. where it's like all you know, sexy and exploitative, uh-huh. but yeah. with zombies. Yeah. Caged heat. Wait a minute, that really threw. Uh, I can't say it. Uh, Bub, do sex favor for cigarette. Bub prefers syrup. Tossing salads. Mm. Um, no. uh, what were we talking about? Um, oh yeah, news. Call of Duty, Ghost, uh, Infinity, Infinity War. War gonna do I, again. I'm not. I played most of the Call of Duties. Um, what did they say? Did I hear a new engine? Yeah. Did yeah, it's new next gen engine. But they'll reveal a lot more when they reveal the next. A new engine, the next Xbox. Infinity Ward, and mm-hmm. this is obvi- generally the one that ties into the Modern Warfare characters and not uh, the Treyarch. No, one. totally new story, new characters. Is it a totally no, new yeah. story? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. the, the mask, you know, yeah. yeah. It's a familiar mask, really, not, the, not the same guy. That, that trailer, like I was watching it, and I was like, if you slowed this down and had someone read it less dramatically, it would be a children's story where it's just like, <laughs> some people wear masks, turn page. Some people wear masks <laughs> to be seen, turn page. Some people wear masks <laughs> to be seen. There should be a chime to yeah, turn the page. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Some people wear masks to keep going. Be seen. Ooh. 
<laughs> there, somebody's phone <laughs> Never mind. Better than probably. Good bit. Good, good bit. Mm. Fix it in post, and we'll be fine, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll take out all post. the awkward silences. I'll take out the whole thing, and the whole show will be funnier as a result. <laughs> also, newsy this week, uh, Rockstar finally pulled back the curtain a bit on Grand Theft Auto V, gave normal press outlets that aren't Game Informer a look at it. And you got to see I, a whole I bunch. Did get to did you really? See it. Yes, I did awesome. for OXM. Uh, which has become my new favorite source of freelance uh, work, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's pretty fucking incredible. I think I'm kind of surprised it's on uh, current gen hardware. Mm-hmm. It's a world roughly five times the size of Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. uh, wow. counting all the underwater areas. Uh, if you just count land, it's 3.5 times the size, as they kept pointing out a couple times. So there better be a fucking Atlantis. Uh, or else I don't care. There, there are big sunken ships and sharks. <gasps> Clams to collect. What? All right, I'm back on board. Maybe. Um, sharks? They have sharks. I'll play any they, game with they, a shark. Uh, they showed off um, a bit where, like, okay, so shark? Oh, uh, you can't steal a shark, but Can they, you they ride had a, a shark. <laughs> you you transfer over like one of the characters is like this uh, white trash psychotic guy. He looks the most interesting. Travis? He, he is yeah, tre- Trevor, Trevor. Trevor. But he's he's a total badass, and uh, they showed off the character switching. Like they started off with uh, this, Franklin. So he changes to what Sypha or Grant? Or, yes, okay. Okay. And, and, and Alucard. Okay, got yeah. It. So um, <laughs> the, the demo they showed us started off with uh, Franklin like skydiving out of a helicopter over Mount Josiah. They're showing so off it's this, definitely Castlevania Three. Yes, they're showing off this huge uh, expanse of wilderness that makes up about two thirds of the game world. Los Santos is like one third, and. Uh, then they switched over to Trevor, and it has like this cool like spy satellite thing where it zooms out, and then you like pans over the map, and there's all these thumping noises, and then it zooms in. Trevor is introduced to us lying on a beach in his underwear, smeared with blood, just just underwear, socks, and shoes. Uh, gets up, smashes a beer bottle. He's surrounded by the prone bodies of possibly dead, possibly unconscious bikers. And he just walks down to the beach and uh, gets in a boat. And apparently boats come equipped with scuba gear now. Some of Sounds them Sounds like a Tuesday night for me. So he jumps out and then goes scuba diving. And they showed off like yeah, this huge underwater environment, all these big sunken ships. And then they're like, oh, here's some sharks. Uh, if we stick around, they'll kill us. So we'll make for the surface. And he starts to go for the surface. And you can they, they kept the camera on the sharks the whole time. So they're just kind of swimming in these very lazy circles. And uh, it's kind of like if you weren't paying attention, you might think they were breaking off and being disinterested. But he gets to the surface and you see dorsal fins breaching the waves. And they're like, okay, now we're going to go over to Michael, the other character who uh, is in on Vinewood Boulevard. And they're like characters or actors posing as the Republican space rangers for you to take pictures with and (laughs) stuff like that. Yeah. So, but it looks really awesome. So it is. It's not the same timeline of San Andreas and stuff, though, right? It's no, like, it's 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 present day. Um, I'm pretty sure it takes place in a different world. Although they have shown that the the Grove Street families and Ballas are coming back. Mm, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, again, three characters switch between them at any time, and the game is actually structured around these big heist moments, mm. which are these multi mission things. That lead up to like a big score worth millions of in-game dollars. Uh, they usually require all three characters. You can hire crew members who will level up alongside your characters. And they are bringing back a leveling system from San Andreas, more or less, where you can get better at driving, shooting. Uh, I think Working lungs out. was one of the stats. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to eat, so that's nice. Uh, you also don't have pesky people calling you. 
Can I get super fat and wear heart-shaped boxer shorts? I don't think so. But you can. Well, you can wear heart-shaped boxer shorts. Okay. So that's well, something. I'm back probably. on board again. Yeah, they're like you. You can change. You can customize everybody's clothes, their haircuts. You can give them tattoos if you want. I'm on the phone, like canceling and like reconfirming my pre-order with the guy at GameStop. <laughs> I just want to eat so many hamburgers that I throw up that's, all over. I'm myself. affecting your personal stock market here. <laughs> yes. Highs and lows. <laughs> Anybody want to know anything about it? Uh, I, I'm a little curious. Like. I like the idea of three different characters because that's basically mm-hmm. what the Liberty City Saga right. uh, led up to. Even though, I mean, kind of wasn't that Nico's story because he had the biggest chunk of it. So distributing equally between three characters, uh-huh. it just seems a little like get to know all these characters and then they come, they're just co-op NPC, co-op, co-op cronies when you go on um, it Well, the, they you showed off pick, a mission. You with, get to pick which one you want to be during the mission? Yes and no. There, mm-hmm. there are certain points in missions where uh, when it involves all three of them, and there are also individual missions. There are missions that require just two of the characters working <laughs> together. Uh, at but certain points, it will either switch automatically between them mm-hmm. uh, based on what they have to oh, do, or um, as they showed off in this mission, like a bunch of cops show up, everything goes south, they have to defend themselves. Then you can switch uh, just instantly between them like you can hmm. uh they showed up like franklin is like kneeling behind a, a concrete barricade shooting at cops and it's like okay now we're going to switch over to michael mm-hmm. we're going to go up these stairs and get to a high vantage point and start blowing up cars right. then we switch back to the other guy yeah, and franklin in the so is it- he's he's controlled by the computer okay and he can die mm-hmm. but it's kind of one of those things where it's like it's it's difficult like you it's kind of something you have to leave him hanging mm-hmm. and and he will say like if he needs help like oh there's a sniper up there and then it's a clue that you should kill the sniper because uh, otherwise it might kill him now, i guess there's probably high, heist moments that are important to the story where one character needs to be played as the whole time probably well the other thing is they, they all have they all have like simultaneous storylines mm-hmm. uh so ba- basically each character has their own missions you can jump into another character and there, there are missions that are only available to certain characters there are stranger moments like, you know, the randomized events that are only available to, like, certain characters mm-hmm. at certain areas at certain times of day. So that's kind of tricky finding them. And when you are not controlling the characters just normally, like, they they each kind of occupy a different portion of the map. Mm-hmm. And they will start making their way back to that portion where they will start doing their own thing and oh, okay. sort of that going through these schedules. That was actually where, my question. Like, and you might, you might come back and you might find one like he's driving a car or he's arguing with his wife or he's hanging out with these friends or something like in that. In real time? Yes. It, it Brucey? <laughs> no, no. Well, Brucey's in New York. He might, he might make an appearance. I don't know because I think it's probably set in that world. Mm-hmm. Laszlo? Oh, I'm sure Laszlo's, he, Laszlo's been in every game since yes, three. Yes. <laughs> Love my Laszlo radio shows. Oh. Yeah, it wouldn't be GTA it's without like, Laszlo. It's like the anymore. unspoken star of that entire series, like the Serenity Ship. I mean, I'm not going to officially confirm I, him, but I would be very surprised if he's I not hope in so. it. I mean, I love Michael Rapar has officially confirmed Laszlo in New <laughs> GTA. Well, it's just I don't know just for put, sure. They didn't show off Laszlo. Just put a headline. Say whatever you want. Yeah, well, yeah good point. Right, do that. <laughs> do that. And my name. And my picture. And draw the little stars around the picture. <laughs> San Fierro? Was that the San Francisco version? No, no San Fierro. No Las game, Venturas. Not in this game. Oh, okay. I it's it just Los it's Santos, just Los and Angeles. it's a huge expanse of wilderness around Get Los Santos. It. Get it. I'm out of questions. Yeah, Los Santos is the, the LA one, for those who don't know. 
Is it like a quick button swap between characters, or do you have to go into a menu or something? Um, there's a little radial menu that pops up, and it's like a, a wheel that shows oh, the three gotcha. characters. So like holding just... down one of the shoulder buttons or something? Probably something like gotcha. that, yeah. Cool. And they, they each also have special abilities that you can of course. Uh, activate by clicking both sticks. And uh, Franklin can slow time while driving. Uh, so you can like weave through heavy traffic at high speeds. Trevor does a lariat; takes a little bit of self. Probably, actually, <laughs> because he his his special move is uh, rage, ah, where he he takes uh, less damage, deals more damage, and uh, has a unique melee attack. So it might be a lariat. I don't know. Uh, and then Michael has bullet time basically during combat. Mm, Michael Payne. Payne. Mm-hmm. Michael Payne. Michael Pine. Michael Pine. Some people just want to watch Los Santos, right? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Pine. Begin and end your impressions with the name of that person. He gets very mm-hmm. loud indeed. He gets <laughs> very loud indeed. I can't do uh, uh, cross Michael Pine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I think we can move on to the real reason why what? we've pulled you all together this in this fucking group. sweltering room. Room? City. It's kitchen. It's fine. so Sweltering hot. butt box. It's, it's cool outside. Cool and refreshing. Yeah. And in here, sweltering. it smells like ass and it is hot. It, uh, sweltering butt box. Five asses in this kitchen. It's not your favorite that. phrase. Too many asses in the kitchen is the old saying goes. <laughs> Well, maybe we could turn off these heat lamps above us and oh, get some, make yeah, it let's sexy just po- podcast yeah. in the dark. Get some mood lighting. So, earlier, uh, all right, here. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. that is sexy now. It's just kind of <sighs> sexy. Make it sexy. Oh nope, so, nope. Dr. <laughs> sexy Doctor Claw. Oh, what happened to Michael? Why is Doctor Claw here? I still, <laughs> I still can't see his face. How does he do this? Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to focus if we're all sitting in the dark. <laughs> Yeah, like, so it feels like it's getting cooler uh, though. Earlier, like almost uh, immediately. Earlier last oh, Thursday, nice. the day when we recorded, uh, we put out the call on oh. uh, on Twitter at VG Apocalypse, which you should go follow should right now because this future. is where we'll be disseminating stuff like this down the road. <laughs> we are having a trivia contest. Bakes yeah. You are all representing <laughs> members of I the... I hope you brought your brownies. ...of I, the VGA Nation, oh uh, or whatever we want to call it. I don't know. I don't know. Michael's, uh, Mike Grimm did a great job in the last quiz we had. Oh. I made... Um, um, Cape Crisis. It's like, Another yeah. fine podcast in the Laser Time Network. Well... So my stick is I don't know any of the answers and I make yokel jokes and then I win. That's, that's how I traditionally do these. That's things. how I'm used think, to it. And that's how it's going to be. I think I think Gandhi said that, didn't he? Yeah. Did, first, yeah. first you don't know the answers, then you make yokel yeah, jokes, right, right. then you win. So you're spitting a big shaw of tobacco into his spittoon. <laughs> I think he hiked up his groin at some point in the <laughs> Gandhi's spanking, right? <laughs> what the fuck? Mark McGondy. You don't take no shit from anyone. Are you Australian? That's Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> don't judge him. Just because he looks like an abbot right. doesn't mean he is one. This guy's so, talking shit about Mahatma Gandhi. To boys! Is this a Rescuers Down Under bit? Yeah, this is the Simpsons bit, basically. One of my favorite ones. You want to talk to the Prime Minister? Prime Minister! Right. Andy! <laughs> so we, we asked fans to respond with hashtag trivia quiz, mm-hmm. uh, which... Like forty something of you did, but when we when we uh, counted, and uh, so we we used a random number generator to pick three winners. As is, as is our mm-hmm. trend. Now. Winners in quotes because you ain't won nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Sorry, whoever gets Michael Graham. Because apparently he's just going to make jokes the whole time. Right. I don't know nothing about this. All right, do you want to do I'll the honors here? Uh, sure. Um, should I just go go in? Sure. <laughs> All right, Grim, you are playing for Sean Connell. <laughs> Sean Connell? That I was never... so attractive. I'm away from the microphone. He That's, ain't an Irishman, uh, is he? Samael76. Yes. I get to play for him? No, Grim oh. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. Uh, well, Chris, that's good. you're playing for a girl. A girl? A girl? A game? For, a broad? For Katie Pinchy, Little Pinchy on Twitter. All right, this one's for the game. Games <laughs> with legs, you idiot. What, what did I say? <laughs> I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> this one's for the legs. <laughs> and uh, Brett, you're playing for Gunnar or Snuggle Junction on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, wow. A plus. <laughs> Junction, <laughs> in relation to the conjunction junction? So, What's um, your function? Snuggling is his function. Just snuggling. <laughs> you can come over to the house and I'll hang out. If you ask me to leave, I will. <laughs> so here's how it's going to work. We're going to read out the questions mm. and uh, first person to blurt out the correct answer wins. If you blurt out the wrong answer, you don't get to try again. Mark of Cree. <laughs> oh, shit. Should have had one about Mark of Cree. Uh, nope. Okami HD, out now on PlayStation Network. Hack. You should but get no. that because it's real good. Honk, honk. No, no. No one gets mad at you when you plug Okami. Don't ever, officially. don't ever buzzer Okami. Yeah. If any game does, nobody gets mad at you. Hmm. Okami <laughs> means wolf in Spanish. Wolf. In <laughs> <laughs> español. That's not true. <laughs> no, Lobo, Lobo is Espanol. Lobo is wolf. It's Japanese. Right? Oh. Japanese. Why'd you for, say Spanish? For honorable God. That's the joke. It's like a, <laughs> that's the. Cody Mahatma Gandhi, a comedy means wolf in Spanish. <laughs> it's true. We're all over the place culturally, dude. <laughs> Racist like a, Australian a, joke yeah. interpreter. A Hugh, Jack, a Hugh Jackman Gandhi Michael Caine hybrid. Boy. <laughs> oh, I'm Wolverine. Uh, this joke is very funny indeed. They're very funny indeed. <laughs> all right, first question. <clears throat> For a point, what is the name of the shortest player-controllable character in GoldenEye 007? I'll jump. Damn oh. it. Point Grim. That wow. is correct. <laughs> Wait, are we, sh we should be keeping score somehow. Yeah. So nah, that's fine. We'll remember. We'll remember. We'll remember. <laughs> no, we won't. We Grim, really won't. Grim, keep, just, you know, remember that you got one right. <laughs> I ain't good with numbers. I only got one finger left. <laughs> I don't even, that's not even fair. <laughs> That's some weird Mallard member thing. Um, <laughs> all right. Mutoid Man was a boss character in which Super Smash TV. Point Brett. Yeah, not fair. <laughs> it's ain't Jeopardy. I'll blurt it out when he's in the middle of sentence. What was the name of the feline character Microsoft intended to become a master? Blinks. Blinks. Damn it. Jeez. I don't know. The cat. I don't know who said it first. I just hit the button. Blinks. <laughs> Blinks the time sweeper. Oh, point Brett. <laughs> That Wait, that, that, was, that wasn't a question, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost added that. I was the first one who elaborated on the cat. Yeah, that's true. I almost added Except that. Except for the question. question. I don't know. Would you want to call that a tie? Call or that just me, and then, and then it makes things more exciting. Because everybody's, everybody's Because then we don't need to remember what your score is. They each get half a point, and I'm still in the lead. It's basically like we're starting over. I do like, Ugh. for the next question, I put... For Grim, in parentheses, just in case he did terrible on the rest <laughs> Just in case. Oh, we need to settle this. Who gets the point? Oh, uh, I don't know. We can, we can both have it. All right, okay. fine. We, it was basically Point to the same each time. of you. 
Uh, so Brett has two, Chris and, has one, and Grim and has one. Henry transfers all his points to me. Fuck you. No. <laughs> then we'll do a Mario Party reverse uh, fortune and nobody wins. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours well spent. Question. Which rally driver gave his name Colin to McRae. a long... Hmm? Colin, Colin McRae. Fuck, you oh really... Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Wait, we both said it though. What did, what did you say? What did you say? I said McRae. Colin McRae. <laughs> I wasn't expecting anybody. I said Colin mockery, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Name another rally car driver. We both got that. That is unfair. All right. Okay. Three, one, one. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> is the greatest know. band ever? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little kid told me they suck balls. <laughs> I was actually the dude out there who loves three one one. What is happening? What are the scores? <laughs> it's two tied and then one for a Chris and I better know Mega Symbol next to my name. Wait, yeah. Grim, did you not get the the one that they I put specifically? They answered it faster than I did. Oh, that's so sad. That's <laughs> the only <laughs> rally. We each have it. two. Grim has one. When it's you the, give it to me easy, okay. I go into relaxed mode. I'm like, they're gonna fuck it up. I'm just gonna get that third place answer. But nope, they were Johnny on the spot. How many exits are there in Super Mario World? Uh, 96. Holy oh. shit! Jesus! How do you just know that? Oh, I knew Jesus. that you. Jesus! Eat shit, all of you! <laughs> a messy poo on top of a hard poo! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, three, two, one. Uh, which racing game... This is a super easy one. Which racing game asks players to drive a blonde girl cross Outrun. country? Uh, Wait, who said that? Right Brett? Right, of course. Right. Uh, four, two, one. Uh, what did Sega publicly announce on January 31st, 2001? Dreamcast. Oh, oh three, two, two. Uh, four, two, two. Wait, four, two, four, two, two. Sorry, yes. What? I'm bad at keeping. Discontinuing the Dreamcast. Oh, discontinued. Okay, yes. Got it. Uh, which Dreamcast game shipped with a pair of maracas? Samba de Migo. Yep. Damn it. Four, three, two. Four, three, two. Four, three, two. I'm trying my best, guys. <laughs> What's really the name hard. of the princess in Eco? Oh, Yorda. Yeah, five, three, two. I was thinking of the dolphin at first. And I was like, there's no princess in Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> Yorda the Dolphin. <laughs> Yorda the Dolphin. Uh, horrible escort mission. <laughs> dolphin doesn't pay attention. What is it now? Five, three, two? Yes. Yes. All right. Uh... Gargos, Maya, and Turk. Uh, Killer Instinct Tusk. Gold. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you just say Killer Seagull? Killer Instinct Gold. Gold. Oh. Man, or- I even Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct Gold. This asshole. I think it's a Killer Seagull. Killer you, Seagull. You probably just got it at Gargos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I. Yeah, I don't remember what you said. No, 632. But- yeah. You need this Sonic Come On Step It Up sound effect. Which game was host to the first known. Easter egg. Adventure. Adventure. I think Grim said it first. Uh, I don't know about that. What yeah, is it? Brett was a soul boy. It's Adventure. What was the first Easter egg? Yeah. I don't remember. The developer's name. Yep. Yeah. Just didn't get it. Was that Somebody got it right. I don't know who it was. Brett, Brett got it before me. He was <laughs> second before me. So 732. Seven, three, oh, God. What does Coleco stand for? Mm. That I don't know. I have no clue. Uh, Color electronic console. Anyone else want to guess? That's pretty good. <laughs> I don't hear a buzz. ColecoVision. I know oh, there's right. a nope. full name, but that's all I have. I got nothing. Connecticut Leather Company. Oh, yep. What? Wow. <laughs> Still 732. Uh, it's no capsule computers, am I right? <laughs> no. Mm. What was the last game made for NES? Wario's uh, oh, Woods? Chia. 
Uh, what game did all your baser belong to us? Zero, Zero wing. <laughs> Was that a tie? Uh, you guys almost headbutted each other. I'm prepared to call it a tie. We got in their doo wop so, style. And I did not eight, disgrace you. Eight, four, four, three. three. Zero, zero. <laughs> wing. Wing. <laughs> or eight, four, Sharing three. Sharing my people, that's the joke. Oh, uh, which game do Professor Monkey for a Head and Evil the Cat come from? Earthworm Jim. Nine four three. Nine four three. Uh, which game up. has Hero Dirk trying to save damsel in distress? Daphne. Oh. Eight four four. Nine four four. Nine four four. Okay. What was the original Japanese game Super Mario Brothers Two was based Doki on? Doki Doki Panic. Oh, this there you go. Quick Nine five four. Best game ever. <laughs> uh, which arcade game caused a shortage of hundred yen coins in Japan after its release? Oh, I recognize that trivia. Pac-Man? Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Yep, right. you're out. Anyone else? Uh, Street Fighter. Oh, right. I should... Samba de Amigo. <laughs> Space Invaders. Space Invaders. <laughs> right. Score is still 9 The butt-poking game. <laughs> Concho. <laughs> tank, that tank, game tank. is called Boonga Boonga, and it's Boonga Korean. Boonga. <laughs> Thank you very much. That sounds racist. Mm. <laughs> what was the first game Shigeru Miyamoto helped develop? Donkey Kong? Nope. No! I don't know. Some oh, game uh, of... The, the... Uh. Devil World? No! Popeye. Some... Popeye. No. <laughs> Some Game & Watch thing? Radar Scope. Oh. oh yeah. Some dumb bullshit was the correct answer. <laughs> I blame Henry. Are you still 954? Right uh, I think we're still at 954, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, when Castlevania Symphony of the Night debuted in America, two of Alucard's familiars were missing from the Japanese version. Name one. Sprite. No. <laughs> Seven Up. Did somebody say Seven Up? Yes, <laughs> I said Sprite. No, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, pixie or Nose Devil? Nose Devil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like the sound of that. It sounds like a racist. Uh... <laughs> uh, speaking of racism, Jesus. in Pac-Man, which ghost is the slowest? Clyde. Yes. Nine six four. Nice. Who was the ill-advised mascot that appeared in a series of magazine ads promoting the Turbo Duo at the tail end of its life cycle? The Turbo Duo, what was the last part? At the tail end of its life cycle. Captain Higgins? You've already guessed, Bonk. and wrong both times. Airzonk? Nope. Mike, you want to try? The woman from Double Drag. No, I got nothing. <laughs> Johnny Turbo. Johnny Turbo? Uh, that woman from Double Dragon has a name? Johnny Turbo, the... <laughs> and it is Marion. The fat, uh, bearded guy Whoa, who really? put on a uh, superhero costume to defend Turbo Duo from the evil machinations of the Faka Corporation. Oh, my God. And he got fucking butchered in the middle of the street and <laughs> thrown in a trash can. <laughs> As well, he should have. Look, the duo is a, a fine, it's a fine system. Yes, but Faka claimed it was first to market with the CD-ROM drive, and that's a crime that can't go unpunished. That's <laughs> well, correct. Correct. It's factula- factually accurate. Shout out to Dragon Slayer. Woo. What are we at? Nine six four still. Uh, yes. Sure. Nine six four. Yeah. Brett's winning. Nine six four. Which publisher purchased Bizarre Creations in two thousand seven? Damn it. 974. Nice. Getting closer. Chris is catching up. Uh, this will be easy for you two guys. Maybe. You definitely have an edge here. Which game in the Capcom 5 never made it to market? Dead Phoenix. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a crock of shit. Hey, hey, hey. Dude, that was a college when that came out. Or, or was supposed Didn't to come out. Didn't come out. out. 
Every game we've so ever released 10, is the new seven, Messiah. So it's 1074 now? 1074. 1074. Read about it every day uh, on a site called IGN.com. Oh, God. Brett's going to kill this one. Matt Casmasina. Mm-hmm. In what year was Nintendo formed? <laughs> 18 gobbledygook. Oh, no. It's, it's like the 18 something. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, 1897. 1895, 1898. 1893. I have no idea. Mm. You want to guess, Mike? 1872. Nope. 1889. Damn it, I was... Forever Remember when the 100-year anniversary was celebrated in Nintendo Power, Brett? Nope. 1989? Nope. <laughs> they run their first... You shame me. I was eight years old. <laughs> that would have been like their first six issues. Yeah. All right. Here's, here's a softball. <laughs> yeah, it would have confused the hell out of me as an eight-year-old. <laughs> Something's a hundred years old. Yeah. Sega was a short name. Service games. Ah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you monster. What are you going to do? Couldn't even wait for the last I'm like, fucking name that question. tune. It's like, don't even give me one note. It doesn't really Just help when you address it. Brett with a question. <laughs> no, Brett. Okay. Brett. I, honesty, real, real talk. I was joking. And somehow that was actually the correct answer. Seven service games. Service games. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so 10, 7. So 11, 7, 4. Right. 11, 7, 4, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is the surname of the two brothers <laughs> who found it Jordan. rare? Oh, I'm not going to get it. I can't pull it out. Don't even want to guess? Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Does start with an S. Crumpet. Blart Blart Cop? (laughs) Stamper! Stamper, there you go. Kinlob. Another easy one. Uh, Which legendary designer created SimCity and The Sims? Well, right. Uh, (laughs) I was was Max Iss. (laughs) (laughs) What I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Iss. All right, twelve seven four. Ah, oh, this is a slaughter. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody could come from behind. He's a Godzilla fan, by the way. So. In which Japanese city was Shigeru Miyamoto born? Kyoto. Thirteen seven four. Goddamn. Hitomi, Zack, and Rig are all characters Dead in which games. Oh, eleven seven five. I think it's twelve seven five actually. Yeah. Oh, Maybe thirteen seven five. Well, twelve is fine. Yeah. You're winning either way. All right, this is our extra hard question. Mm. What type of animal is Fang the Sniper? Snake. Damn it. No. Oh. Uh, mongoose? No. He doesn't look like the animal yeah, he is. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I would have gone with snake. He doesn't look like a snake, really. He doesn't look like anything. He's like a triangle. <laughs> he looks like a dingo, but he's not a dingo. He he's a... Wombat. No. A bandicoot. <laughs> That's not an animal. A Yoshi. A kid a bat. He's a Pokemon. <laughs> Charmy the bee. <laughs> He's a weasel. Oh. So Yay. I don't even know what the score is at this point, but Brett wins. Brett won. Yeah. Uh, so Gunnar, uh, uh, or a.k.a. Snuggle Gets Junction. a pair of Gunnar glasses. How do you Wins imagine? <laughs> Actually, we haven't named what the prize is. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Assorted swag. What it is gathered? is a... Commemor- is a promo box from Heavy Rain. It's a cardboard box that has the game's logo on it. You didn't throw it out into the wasteland? No, I did not throw it onto the wasteland. <laughs> I can get it all right, okay? 
Those fucking kids. So when you open it, there's a little photo sensor inside that says, uh, oh, are, I remember this. Are you prepared to suffer to save your son? Yeah. And it's it's super creepy there's and really a, annoying if you open it by accident. Uh, there's an origami crane and possibly a press release inside. And <laughs> we might stuff it with a couple other swaggy items. Mm. Might. That's a nice prize. Might. Might. <laughs> Shall we say what they are? Uh, just say assorted other swag. Yeah, assorted other swag that you may or may not actually want. Yeah. But this yay, is, this you is, won something. So I'm guessing this is a you throw this away prize. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it's an I throw this away prize. <laughs> Well, these are these are actually things I've had sitting on my desk right. for quite a while. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're a longtime listener, I mean, uh-huh. there's uh, some of these things may be things we've talked about in other oh, yeah. episodes or held. Deadhead yes. Fred, imagine the emotional value. Imagine the the, uh, the legacy behind these items. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll try and this is like an well, auction for cancer yeah. that you get away with. I'll that try and get to my no. storage unit and throw some. I stuff can say into. exactly what the items are. If you want to. It's a quantum conundrum flash drive in the shape of one of those batteries. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you also get a... Oh, those are cool, yeah. Uh, getting Up Contents Under Pressure wow. art book. Wow. Uh, 2006 Filled with, filled with graffiti flash. <laughs> Mark Echo um, presents... You get a... Featuring uh, Block Party. A pack of Rockstar Games stick logo stickers. Oh, okay. And um, was there anything else? I, I, I the Naruto oh, thing? oh yeah. You also get a Naruto <laughs> sleep cap that looks like a <laughs> it looks like a black Santa hat with a monster's face on it. Yep. I have an right. unopened copy of Space <laughs> Channel Five and a sealed copy oh, you, of Stadium. You want to throw that Nintendo. in? We want to make <laughs> this a really lavish <laughs> prize pack. Make yeah. everybody wish to be disappointed oh, so in our lavish. prizes to come. Do you want my unopened Dreamcast game? Yeah, you do. I think I have magnets for it too. <laughs> and I will throw in my commemorative bla- Blasto uh, ceramic plate. <laughs> you have that uh, <laughs> guaranteed Phil to go Harman up in RFP. value. <laughs> yes, after the apocalypse. <laughs> and Blasto is worshipped like a god. Hmm. <laughs> 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 even well. even with infinite quantum realities that will never happen <laughs> that is a categorical impossibility yeah. blasto revered as god of all <laughs> large rounded inverted triangle <laughs> revered as god voiced by e- oh, i didn't want to go there voiced by r.i.p r.i.p phil hartman it's been like 20 years it's, it's funny when any whenever he comes up no matter what the context of the situation someone goes rest in peace phil hartman like i'll be having casual conversations with people that aren't big simpsons dorks and it's like r.i.p phil hartman it's absolutely like, God man damn it he deserves to rest in peace all right so that concludes our trivia portion now it's time for community stuff um we didn't plan this segment as well so it's like the old days. Exactly. I think we're just going to read like two or three from the forums and two or three from the comments just because Michael's got to get out here yeah. before uh, before he gets sick. You want to make it an even five? Let's make an even five from each. Uh, it'd be from, an, from that'd each? be an yeah. odd five. But an odd cool. five, but let's... But it makes it an even ten. Shut up, nerd. We'll okay. just go through them really quickly, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. so the, and then we'll think of something uh, at the last minute. Great. Um, for, for next week's question. Sure. So last week's question, and the, the question of the week before that, because we recorded our last show early, uh, do you think it would affect your enjoyment of a game if the damsel in distress character was anything other than an attractive woman? What instances can you think of where you rescue an unattractive character or a male character who you had actual emotional attachment to? Stopping bad guys from killing strangers isn't enough. So, uh, save the people in Cobra Triangle? 
Yeah. Did know. you have an actual emotional attachment I to did those not. people? No, no right it then. doesn't count. I might have felt a little guilty when they blew up. All eight of those identical sprites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Boron Ben says, that's a hard one to be honest, but the first one that pops into my mind is Otacon from Metal Gear Solid. Mm. I know that on the surface, the relationship between Snake and Otacon is certainly friends with benefits, e.g. cuddling softly in bed. What? But I think, oh, he he also has a at this point. Could you dumb it down a shade? But I think the way Otacon is written, especially in the first game, you feel like, I felt like, you just need to look after him. Like he's a good guy caught up in a horrible place. I know from my first playthrough of MGS, I saved Otacon over Meryl. You can save them both. To me, Meryl was kind of generic, albeit cliche. Anyway, the Otacon end is totally worth it at the end when it comes to that awkward snowmobile ride, which we've talked about in a previous episode. I just want to say the only way you don't save Meryl is by failing a dumb mini game. So it's not a choice between one or the other. It's a torture mini game, though, right? Yeah, that game sucks. It's it really does hard. Suck. You have to <laughs> hammer on buttons so hard for so long, and like, you can't even use long. you can't even use auto fire or or he'll know. Kojima is a dick. He's such a dick. Uh, Cut the Grap in the forum says, The only two instances I can think of are both flawed in the end. For one, in Fallout 3, your father is a character whom you are not only searching for, but trying to save during the storyline. However, though I believe there is an emotional attachment, Liam Neeson's character isn't really bad looking and is quite attractive. That wasn't really the main point. It's not necessarily just, (laughs) is that person super attractive? It's, do you save somebody other than a super attractive woman? Um, the other instance I can think of is from Heavy Rain, where one of your characters is trying his best to save his kidnapped son. Still, though, the kid is ugly, in my opinion. He's still a kid, which is another trope. And we talked about that in the podcast, too. Maybe. That you always save women or kids. That's maybe, true. I mean, it still is that. It's maybe the little sisters in Bioshock 2? They're female, though. Right. But yeah, I but mean, they're uh, children. They're like that's gr- true. They're that's like true. Gr- but they're but like... again, that's one of the things where we talk, you, you always want to save kids <laughs> in games. Yeah, Except but it, it's duck. not so much like I, I don't it's care. Like so, I don't care if some kids die in a video game, but it's more like <laughs> it's well, more nobody like, I don't give a fuck really. about kids. Well, I know, but it's it's more like uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's virtual people, whatever. But they're like having little sisters. It's like you still develop this kind of like you've been dealt the shittiest hand. I need to help you get out of it. And I would reset the save over and over again until I did the absolute best version of trying to get them and let them harvest to get the good ending because I want all of them to get out. Of this horrible situation. Mm. I still think the point was that, like, the same way that news would be like, think of the children. The children mm. are an easy target to elicit an emotional response. Right. A fat cafeteria lady you have to rescue in a game, not so much. Like in Zombies Ate My mm-hmm. Neighbors. Yeah. Ah. Um, 510 Brother Panda, hey. longtime fan, says, This might actually be part of the bestest bros category, but when Adol Christian in Ease yeah. is sent to Darm Tower to find and rescue a big guy named Dogie, only Correct. to have himself rescued from a prison by Dogie, Correct. who happens to be proficient at punching walls down with his bare hands. Yes. They become fast friends and get into all manner of shenanigans over the course of the next five to six games. Yes. And what a soundtrack. I'll take your word Check for out it. the widget. There's an episode of a podcast you could listen to. You all know what it is. I did like how you confirmed every fact of that, Brad. All those are like correct. Ease uh, yes. one is really hard to get into. <laughs> uh, That's the game where you just walk into monsters. You bump into them. To kill yeah, them. Yeah. Bump them till they're dead. Play E7. Mm. It's a good... It's a good. You're not missing <clears throat> plot points. It's just the most technically refined. <clears throat> Let me get my hair horse here. Uh, Earthbound, really progressive. You're not saving a girl. You're saving the world. The girl's in the party with you doing it. That's yeah, it. The girl's in the party doing it. <laughs> 
doing it with you. She's helping you. <laughs> she's in doing fact, it with you. In fact, she's uh-huh. the only one that has the ability that can win the game. Oh. She get, she's that? the, the boost to get through, get the power up and win the game. She does a barrel roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Z-trigger built in. Oh, I shouldn't be, I find that so funny. Uh, Chief Lethal says... I don't have any examples of ugly men slash things needing rescuing in games I've played, but I do have an example of the damsel trope used well, enslaved. Trip had the Mm. benefits of being attractive, well-written, well-voiced, and an asset during gameplay. The attachment I had to Trip had much more to do with her as a character, and the motivating factor was good writing. I think the question is whether good writing is enough to justify the marginalization of certain character types. Monkey kicks a ton of ass while Trip helps in other ways. Is, Trip, is Trip's inability to kick equally as much ass a detriment to her character? Is her development as a character enough to justify her dependence on a strong male protagonist? How different th- would things be if Enslaved or any other game used something other than combat slash killing as a main mechanic? My own opinions on these questions wow. are in their infancy. Um, this is quite insightful. For very. Yeah, and actually, forums? yeah, and that was his first post, so I hope he wow. posts more, because that was very insightful. Well, and I, uh, What about Uncle Page in... Beyond good and evil. No, he's a good one. Yeah, he's he's fat and ugly, and and you form an immediate bond with him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of characters who are kind of ugly, uh, popular blues magician Sandy Cabbage. <laughs> I knew that was going to get a laugh. <laughs> That's his username. Popular blues magician Sandy Cabbage. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> wow. Says I actually formed an emotional bond to Jackie Ma from Sleeping Dogs. He and the main character, Wei Shen, were childhood friends who were at the time about that life. Wei meets him in prison after Jackie gets caught in a drug bus, and they both reminisce and reconnect before both being released. Throughout the game, you see that Jackie looks up to you and becomes an exceptionally loyal friend, all the while having no idea that you are actually an undercover cop. This is a really good point. Yeah, this, there's a section near the climax of the game, spoilers. I don't know if I want to read these spoilers, even though I know what they are. Um... It was pretty fucking scary and was effective because the writers did a very good job of setting up that emotional connection between Wei and Jackie, who was an overall nice and funny guy to be around. The subsequent events that occur between the two, without spoiling even further, showcase how close you are, or how close you and Jackie became throughout the course of the game. That's a very good point, because he is like this character who, he is your connect back into like the Chinese underground or whatever, but Mm -hmm. he is like this lame, sympathetic, like, beat-upon, like, low-level asshole yeah, who just is shit on by everyone. He's just kind of a nice guy who... He like, ended he's, up there. He's a sad little loser. Right, and he, you know, yeah, that's the good point about the game, is that it's, just, it's one of those nice little criminal profiles where it's like, not everyone's a mastermind. There's got to be a lot of low-level dipshits that are in there to, like, <laughs> get whipped on by everyone else, and that's kind of what he does, and it's like his perpetual life pattern. So you feel really bad for him for, yeah, that's, that's really a good point. I'm kind of in the forums skipping over a lot of the answers that just say, ah, oh, good writing is what is what makes it count. Because a lot of people did say that, and I don't want to read mm-hmm. all of them. So um, I'm going to read J. Marcella 09. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think that it would hurt my enjoyment. Let's face it. In real life, it's not only women who are put in danger and held hostage. Though video games tend to focus on damsels rather than the men in distress, I can come up with an instance or two. The very first thing that I could think of was Jack in Daxter, the PSP game. Jack spends two years, two whole years in prison being tortured. That's Jack spends two years, comma, two whole years in prison being tortured. All right. 
The entire game focuses on Daxter finally rescuing him. Admittedly, it was mostly because I played the first two games that I was so attached to Jack, but I still think it's a valid example. And no, not once is Jack ever portrayed as weak or homosexual or any stereotype that would normally appear in distress, and I still enjoyed the game as a whole. The Tingler says, Mm -hmm. Absolutely does not have to be a girl. It merely has to be someone I care or I'm invested enough in emotionally to want to save. It can be a very young girl, Emily from Dishonored, a brother or family member, Far Cry 3, Assassin's Creed 2, although that doesn't work out so well. (laughs) No. Or it can even be fucking Batman. Batman Arkham City, the Catwoman sections. I just have to want to save them. In other words, not goddamn Princess Peach. I just have the The counterpoint to that, though, is the Super Princess Peach where you're saving Mario. That's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, even though the game is based around her fickle emotions in which yeah, she cry yeah, and <laughs> weird. Uh, but it is a pretty decent game and it is like, I wish they could have kept that going because yeah. it was interesting. I'm just motivated by the emotionalist drive to complete a video game. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. The characters are nothing. Yeah. Hmm. I am a robot. I am a sociopath. <laughs> I am a sociopath. I torture kittens. <laughs> <laughs> You have another one in? Fascinating uh, nope, reaction. I gotta say, too, that username, the idea, like popular Sandy. blues musician, the idea <laughs> that <laughs> you're a blues magician. Magician. Oh, Sandy okay, Cabbage. Okay. But the idea that anyone, if you're ever self describing yourself as popular, you are not popular. If you are popular, it is self explanatory. People already know who you oh, are. Oh, come on, it's hilarious. Also, that. <laughs> All right, one more uh, from Cluster Shart. Cluster Shart. Everybody loves Cluster Shart. Uh, When it comes to to unattractive characters that I've been emotionally attached to, the best example that comes to mind is Midna from Twilight Princess. Over the course of the game, she developed from a somewhat abrasive imp that makes fun of Link to what felt like a legitimate companion. When the game ended and she had to leave, I legitimately felt sad. I guess Otacon would fit the question as well, but he wasn't really that in that much distress after the halfway point of Metal Gear Solid. But then again, it's hard not to love Snake's husband with the amount of Metal Gear <laughs> I've played. Uh, uh, Midna was really fun. TLDR, Midna had great character development, and Otacon is Otacon. Uh, Midna was TLDR. super fun. She comes up, yeah, basically what it said is like uh, this goofy imp that's going to like chide you and, oh, Link, you idiot, derp, derp, derp. And it's going to be this, like, oh, whiny kind of, you know, Navi fill-in. And then, um, but but again, giving her a face and emotions is like, Navi was just always this twinkling light that just reacts at you. Um, where at least Midna had this motivation and reason why she was following you around, like, as a character. And then when you see her story resolved at the end, you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, like most Zelda characters, you'll probably never see or hear from her again, which is unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So new question of the week, uh, in the spirit of our top five, what is your favorite Easter egg from a video game? Can be musical, can be something you see, just any Easter egg really, uh, to answer, go to a videogameapocalypse.com, find the article for this week's podcast, or go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums and post in the thread there. Uh, I'm going to just spout out uh, the Mario and Yoshi statues in uh, Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes, which aren't really an Easter egg, but uh, you see them sitting around uh, near Otacon's desk, and if you shoot them, they make uh, yeah. coin and Yoshi sounds. There's a little GameCube next to the TV. Too. That's true. It's pretty cool. I did the console cameos article that has a picture oh, of it. Yes. <laughs> Um, I just have some more recent ones sitting off the top of my head. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Borderlands 2. Yeah, there's a really fun mission with that. 
The Dark Souls one is really good too in Borderlands too. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. It's just there's all these like guys that look like knights kind of gathered around this like bonfire. Oh yes, really yes good. I did see that one. Uh, and the Kraken in Assassin's Creed too. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. That was a great one. Uh, I guess Doom 2, uh, the final boss where John Romero's head is on a spike behind the final <laughs> boss. Yeah. And you have to use the clip code, ID yeah. clip, to get through yep. there. That was really awesome. Really. As a kid, I was like, man, it's so cool. Because yeah. it was weird because even then, like, you would clip through it and only see it then. But even then, the hitbox, what you needed to hit, was on his head yeah, yeah, yeah. behind the wall. So even when you were doing it legit, what you were actually hitting was, was his, his head, head on a spike behind the wall. Yeah. And Icon yeah. of Sin, I think, is an example. Uh, playing that level yeah. legit is still really hard. Yes. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Level 30. Um, are we done? Yeah. Uh, well, damn, I was going to do a shameless plug for something. I was working on at uh, Capcom doing something, not saying what, but uh, how many times the Ghosts and Goblins song appears throughout Capcom history that yeah. it's, you can select it in Mega Man 7. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, well, no, it's... It, it's <laughs> that, that, well, I was looking, we were looking at Maximo to see what ties it had to Ghosts and Goblins. Well, it, it did have that music. But. It, it, it does, but, he, but only because Maximo hums it hmm. when he's idle. Oh. It hmm. was, that was sort of a not quite sequel. It was sort of like a spiritual revival of Ghosts and Goblins. It doesn't have any of the same I know, characters. But it but was it, very similar. It was. It was supposed to recapture, I don't know, what, not necessarily the essence. It's not, it's not very uh, like a hard game, which... Ultimate. It's a perpetually difficult game to categorize. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, it's yeah. none of these things, but it <laughs> but is. Maximo's yeah. great, but, well, but Maximo in general, Maximo's awesome. But it's like, it's hard even with like play Ghosts and Goblins for five seconds, then play Maximo and try and consider them the same game. Yeah. They basically only have a nudity for a health bar. That's that's, what <laughs> that's they, true. That's the biggest thing that they share, and it's uh, what else is the music? Zach and Wiki, you can find it. I don't know. Just hmm. that, like that music has been held aloft by Capcom for a while. But you made me think of a. Uh, a Counter Strike map uh, might be. I'm pretty sure it's Dust Two. In free look mode, you die. You get to look around, follow the guy who killed you, follow uh, one of your teammates, or you go to free look mode and you go all the way to the bottom. And there is a tribute to I think one of the developers who died in oh, wow. in a place you could never reach normally, and it's just in memory of. And there's a nice little mural for him underneath Aww. a dust map, and it's been there uh, forever. Oh. <clears throat> Well, the the humming thing made me think of something we considered for the top five, but couldn't find audio of in time, which is, uh, I guess, in Beautiful Joe, the first mm-hmm. one on GameCube, that uh, he plays hacky sack if left idle for too long and starts to hum the Super Mario Brothers theme. <laughs> really? Well, don't, don't tell our lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi does that too, right? In uh, the Luigi's Mansion where he starts humming... The theme of the game. Oh, yeah. He starts humming along to the music. Yes. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's not diegetic. <laughs> I think uh, it's hard to... There's something in here that I'm missing that I'm going to be like, oh, shit, I wish I would have said that. I know but, there's going to be a ton of things. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. But I just spouted off the first one that came right. to mind. Yeah, the, but the thing that comes to my mind immediately was something like even as a, like 18... Yeah, I was probably 18 when this happened, and I was just like, they did what? Was Rogue Squadron... For N64. Mm. So it came out in 1998. Played it. Really cool game. Fun X-Wing. Kind of like, oh, wow. Technology can actually let us play an X-Wing game on a console that is, you know, it feels like an X-Wing game. Right. That's kind of neat. And then right before or right around when the prequels came out, right when episode one. So the game had been out for several months. Uh, I don't know if it was Nintendo Power EGM. Whoever printed codes. Uh, code, uh, game Pro with its... Uh, 
Pro SWAT or whatever they would do with the codes. <laughs> Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Adventures of Game Pro, uh, the yeah. comic book. Yes. Uh, I know the guy who drew it. He works at Capcom now. Oh, wow. Yep. Francis. Francis. Yep. He's been around forever. It's the artist behind Captain Canuck. Yeah. Canadian Captain America. Oh, I it's see. It's crazy. Yeah. Just walking up. Hey, I read every issue of that comic. And he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I also know about the Sonic the Hedgehog comics where he starts, Sonic starts out brown and then turns blue because uh, of Ivo Kintabor giving him magic shoes. Jesus Christ. Or Ovi Kintabor who turns into Ivo Robotnik. The oh, quiz is right. over. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like right around when the episode, when episode one came out, there was like, Oh hey, we here's this two part code you have to put in, and one of the one of the code words is Halifax, and at the time I had no idea what that was. That was just weird word, but Halifax, it's like Nova Scotia. Yeah, it's a place. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that later, but it's like you put in one code and then you put in Halifax or vice versa, whatever it is. But it unlocks the Naboo Starfighter mm-hmm. in Rogue Squadron, right? Which was just supposed to be original trilogy, and that that chip design was in that game. For like six months while we were all playing Rogue Squadron, and I don't think that ship design was even out. Like, no, I think that like uh, episode one was like what ninety nine. It was May of ninety nine. Yeah, was like the week I graduated high school. Wow. I'm aging myself, but <laughs> but uh, you're aging yourself. I, I graduated in ninety six. Fuck you. <laughs> that was my freshman year. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, and Anne was six years old. But yep, whatever. I was. God <laughs> damn oh, God. <laughs> um, No. Hey, but, guess what? You guys are. I know, old as shit. But uh, no, um, uh, that yeah. Think about that now. The idea of a Star Wars movie has an asset in a video game that is not known. Like mm-hmm. I don't think when Rogue Squadron came out that that's designed for that fighter was released. Maybe at best it was in the teaser episode one trailer, in like a split second shot that flies by. Maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe the best case scenario. Yeah. But the fact that that existed and it existed the whole time. This is before people were trying to hack discs. Or, you know, dump the ROM on somewhere and just decode every single line. It was a genuine, like, that that thing in the movie that just came out is in the game I already own? That's insane. And it's just a code that was there the whole time. Like, that mm. to me was, like, the one of the coolest Easter eggs ever. Was And, and no one would have ever found it. They had to tell, put these two passwords in, bam, new ship. And wow. it was like, bruh. <laughs> And that was really cool. And then, of course, the Hadouken and Mega Man X, but whatever. <laughs> oh, that, that was pretty great, too. Is that an Easter um, egg? It takes a long time to get there. You have to, you have to work. Was it, was it Rogue hard. Squadron, or was it like one of the GameCube uh, sequels where you could unlock a 57 Chevy and fly around in that? Oh, my God. <laughs> American Graffiti reference. Wait, I feel like that must have been Rebel Strike. Wait, is there a connection to Halifax, Nova Scotia? I have no idea. The developer was, was Factor 5. So. I don't know why you're looking yeah. at me. Because you oh. said Halifax, Nova Scotia. I didn't know the only reason I know that is for a... There was a video about Halifax, Nova Scotia. That yeah. was is that what Tyler makes you watch? No. That's not <laughs> before I ever met Tyler. That's where I'm from, eh? Um, He's not from Halifax. I know. Here's my dad. He's a moose. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> I have been to Winnipeg, and I rode in a double-deckered bus. Double-deckered. Yeah, not double-deckered. Powered by flat bacon. <laughs> it was powered by socialism. Free medicine. And, yeah, free medicine. Damn it. Step on my job. I'm sorry. Uh, We've come to the end of what we know about Canada. Yes. Yes, uh, So what is your favorite thing about Canada? (laughs) That's our question of the week. Or Easter eggs. in the hall, and now you're really going to have to scramble. Yep. Dave Coulier. What's so great about Canada? Once again, (laughs) Vigitimeapocalypse.com. Vigitime? 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 I said Vigitimeapocalypse. You said Vigitimeapocalypse. Vigitimeapocalypse.com. Wait, this this is the VeggieTales podcast? Yes. 
Veggie Time Christ. It is the Veggie Tales hey, podcast. We have played a Veggie Tales song on this show before. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a good description for this episode. If you need a title, the Veggie Tales Apocalypse. The well, pirates that v- run around and don't do anything. It's the un- unseen, <laughs> the unscreened uh, Veggie Tales movie that's set during the Rapture. <laughs> The Oogie Loves Laser Time Apocalypse. <laughs> there was some VHS I always stocked over and over again at Toys R Us, like the end of silliness, or it was a VeggieTales like in defense of silliness, or something with silliness. I got nothing. Grow up, you fucking baby. <laughs> it was for babies. VeggieTales is pussy shit. Anybody who's down with McGee and me. Follow me on Twitter. Caillou. Twitter.com slash Caillou. Caillou. That, the, that kid's a dork ass. You, 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 you about told me about a Baby Einstein video that you saw, and uh, I have been looking for this on YouTube ever since. Uh, there's no one will ever catalog that. It was... It was. What was it? Uh, it was like it sock puppets and whipped cream. <laughs> what? So remember those Baby Sounds Einstein... Sexy. Baby Einstein, Baby Van Gogh yeah. things? Uh-huh. And they were supposed to like, make your baby smarter by just watching TV and puppets doing things. They'll make them smart and geniuses. So it was like... And this TV was set up next to the electronics booth. If you have an old Toys R Us, it was when you take the ticket up and get the thing. Mm-hmm. And they still are many like that. Uh, so I had to stand there at that booth and watch this on a loop all day, every day for like a month. Let me intercede here. Yeah. Was there any kind of video recording device available for Einstein's mother to pipe into her baby's womb? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think yes. so. Yes. He was really smart, even then. <laughs> so he made it out of wombs. <laughs> but no, uh, I don't think that's it was how like two. <laughs> it's two. Well, we'll let science be the judge of that. Uh, it's like two sock puppets, like crude blue sock puppets with googly eyes looking at a Sunday and making like, oh, 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 yeah, noises. Uh, we like this. And then from off camera, like this weird whipped cream, like, but too gooey white whipped cream just starts flying everywhere and it's getting all over the Sunday and it's getting all over their faces. Was and they're this just... a Ludo music video? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like reveling in it. They don't look like, yay, whipped cream, we're so happy. They're like rolling, like, oh my God, yes, more. <laughs> and there's just this $250 weird... $250 yes, worth of whipped cream. There's just this weird soulless, inhuman look in these puppets' faces and then they just like start twitching in the hand. Like imagine you're just shaking your wrists and then slowly look at the camera covered in whipped cream like all over your face just like <laughs> and then cut to the next scene. And I'm like, what the hell did I just watch? And it's like, I watched it 900 times. I gotta uh, find that. I'm gonna find it It's a it baby somehow. Einstein something. I, I'm gonna find it's it. It's probably like 40 seconds of a nine-hour VHS tape. It probably something. exists on YouTube now, and if we find it, we will post yeah, it in I'm gonna the article. I'm going to set the listeners free on but this one, too. Hey, find this for what's us. What's not funny and really sucks, you have to wait until that generation becomes nostalgic enough to put it on YouTube That's for true. themselves. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But the so thing is, like they're going to watch it. Years. They're going to watch it at so young, they won't even remember They'll it. remember And that got all debunked. as like, oh, this is all BS gone junk yeah, i think they recalled the dvds they did, actually. actually yeah i think i compacted a few of those myself oh, <laughs> baby that's sad yeah, more like baby hawking Van- <laughs> oh shit was stupid <laughs> <laughs> what saying stephen what? hawking stupid compared I- to einstein please <laughs> <laughs> okay why are you I, what? I, where, where does this rivalry come from? Why do you hate Stephen Hawking? Why are you Patrick Warbutton? Uh, the one, his legs don't work. <laughs> Two, he, what? What? Nothing, what? nothing continue. Dude's keep going. I'm sure about, this will be funny eventually. Dude's just always keep... talking about the stars. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's sleep time now. A brief yeah. history. Of it is wrong. late. So once once again, uh, favorite Easter egg. Let us know at vidjagameapocalypse.com or oh, lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? Yeah, if I took a, I wish I took a vine of what you were doing. Yeah, like, That's not a fan. It's it's the <laughs> my fingers sound. are hot. <laughs> the glowing your nails like. <laughs> That looks like shut the fuck yeah, up. We're like, closing yeah. her out. Yeah. <laughs> My fingers right. are Stereo, hot. Shut up. All right. Shut All the right. fuck up, everybody. I so, want to go to bed. Let's let's plug some shit and then get the fuck out of here. Mm. Uh, Twitter handles. I'm at Wikiparas, and we did promise to give out our Steam names. Uh, I I kept delaying because I wasn't sure what mine was because I changed <laughs> it, but I'm pretty sure you can find me at Mocus Focus. M O K U S F O K U S. What? I'll let you figure out what that means. Uh, and of course, I'm on Twitter at uh, Wikiparas. And if you're listening and you like the show, you should follow at VG Apocalypse on Twitter. That's our official Twitter feed. That's where you'll get things like the call out to, hey, uh, respond to us with this hashtag and you might be entered to win our, or can compete in our trivia contest. After this episode goes up, I'll reach out to Gunner and... uh... We'll give out my Steam name the second I'm sure it doesn't have the word PC Gamer in it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But most people, a lot of people already know that I'm there and you know how to find me. Pretty easy. Uh, My picture is Dr. Teeth from the Muppets. How about that? Nice. Mm. Yeah, you'll know you found me when you find the uh, creepy man uh, cross-dressing as Princess Peach holding a Mm. tiny, adorable Bowser. I cannot believe you talk about yourself like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not me posing. Picture. It's a drawing. I am at BDR Ann Lewis on Twitter, and my Steam name is just Ann Lewis. There's oh, an E com- in my name. Twitter.com slash C and T. Keep getting that wrong. And Ann has an E. Ann has an E in it. Uh, Brawlston. And Everywhere. Brawlston. On everything. And, and uh, yeah, Capcom Unity, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, dot com. For all the Capcom stuff. And we uh, we generally try to That's keep... a hell of a URL. For all your Capcom needs. Twitterfacebook.com. That's all the places you can find it. I, hold on. I'm going to put Tom in that. Twitter, URL. Facebook, and .com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like somebody just buy that. Twitterfacebook.com. Like <laughs> just to have it look like the first website ever. <laughs> We just knew. Um, yeah. all, all purple lettering on a green background or vice versa. Dancing banana and yeah. several under construction signs. Uh, maybe some of that Jurassic Park erotic yes. fan fiction. Uh, uh, cowboy sitting on a barrel with a computer that is also on a barrel. <laughs> Runs off a steam engine. Uh, guy giving you a thumbs up. <laughs> mailbox that opens and closes its door. Uh, at Pseudo Bread, my uh, Steam is famous blues musician Sandy Cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> popular. Popular. God damn it. <laughs> that is probably one of the best forum names. Uh, yeah. Was there a character limit on your forum names? No. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Amazing. Find, let's find out. This is the future. Yes, this is the time. Mm. All right. So well. fucking hot. Can we be done now? <laughs> yep, that's our show, everybody. Uh, come back next week when we'll have more stuff. All right. Good night. Good night. So Henry mentioned some kind of Italian artist. Do you know who that is? Go gone. Uh, I just figured you knew each other and...
communicated oh. through salami. Pavarotti? <laughs> pizza mozzarella. Pizza mozzarella. Oh, I love that guy's work. <laughs> On Arrested <laughs> Development? He works in macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking joke factory. 